Welcome to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. Today we've got an amazing message of hope and healing just for you. God's Word never returns to Him void, so let this message sink deep into your heart so that you can walk out your complete healing journey today. Well, good morning and welcome to Healing Journeys Today with Herman and Raquel. Remember, welcome, everyone, got to get your communion out. We're going to be uh, doing about 40 minutes tight and right. Let's get the communion out. Praise God that we have a covenant. You know how some folks are like, you know, just that, that single person who just wishes they were married. You know what I mean? Right. Many. There's a lot of people out there yeah, like that, right? Of course. We have a covenant. Amen. Amen. We don't have to wish we were married. We're married. We're in covenant with God. With God. I'm I'll get into that. I'll get into that. You'll get into anyway. That. Want to set our minds on Jesus. Communion, everyone, for those that are just coming on. And what he has done for us. Amen. Not what you've done for him. What you've done for him. Meaning the things that you may have done to think you were earning something right. is dumb. Isn't that something? Yeah. You thought you were you, Doing you thought something. you were gaining points. Yeah. You thought you were running up the score. Right. And in fact, is dumb. Amen. Yes. Man. That just shows you we just be dependent on Jesus. Just just receive. His resume. Mm -hmm. Amen. So, Jesus, we come before you right now. Remembering your body, you said to remember your body, remember that it was broken for us. Praise God, we are in us and praise God, your body was broken for us so that we would not have to live a life of broken physical bodies. Amen. We're alive and well because of your spirit. Because it's the same spirit that raised you from the dead, and we ain't dead. So we thank you that the Holy Spirit got an easy time with us. Thank you. Amen. And so we just remember you, Jesus. We thank you for what you did on our behalf. Thank you that the debt of sickness has been paid off. Amen. And the tab can never be run up. In the name of Jesus, we receive this in faith, knowing that it was you, and it's not us. Amen. Amen. And then he said, this is the new covenant in my blood. Not the old one. The old one didn't work. It couldn't accomplish what God really wanted it to accomplish. Because those sacrifices could never make you perfect. It could never remove right. your remembrance of sin. Right. That's right. The remembrance of sin. It's not just good enough. For you to have your sin forgiven. Right. It's not just the sin. Mm. It's the consciousness of mm. sin. Man. That just makes scrub me think your, about something else. Scrub your mind. Think about this. When we when we forgive someone, we need to forgive them to the point where they forget that they sinned against us. Well, let me, let me just share this very quickly. Andrew Walmack always tells a story that I think is just amazing. But he had, he had been pastoring a church, a small church, and I don't know what was going on in that church, but there was a man there who was jealous of him and wanted his position. And the Lord was basically raising Andrew up. And he, 
wasn't having it. He was on the board and he started creating rumors and saying that Andrew was a false prophet mm-hmm. and just just dragging his name through the mud. And it it ended up being just this huge ordeal. And bottom line, Andrew ended up taking it before the Lord. I don't, I'm probably blurring some details here, but he took it before the Lord. And forgave and just decided to purposely just forgive this man. Well, come however many years later, Andrew runs <laughs> into the man and and or, or no, no, he stopped by the man's house. I think to, to he like wanted to say hi. And he and Jamie, his wife, he and Andrew's wife, Jamie, wanted to stop by um, this guy's house. And Jamie's kind of looking at him like. Why would you want to stop by this guy's house? Why would you want to even be bothered, you know, with him after after what he did <laughs> to you? Well, Andrew didn't think anything about anything. So Andrew stopped by and Andrew, when they left that the couple's house, Andrew said, you know, he was acting really weird. You know, what he was telling Jamie. He said, you know, why was that guy acting so weird? And then Jamie was like, because of how he dragged you through the mud and how he said you were a false prophet and how the whole church was up in a roar, you know, in an uproar over the lies that he was telling. That's why, because he remembers what he did to you and yet you're going to stop by his house acting like nothing ever happened. Andrew had completely forgotten that that man had done those things. He had gotten to a place where as, as traumatic as that experience was, as hard as that was for them to go through, Jamie hadn't forgotten, but Andrew had actually forgotten. That's powerful. Wow. It, it is. Because we want to Because that's to, the remembrance. We, yeah, no, I know. But what I was saying before you got well, on your horse I and just rode off into the babe, sunset babe, on my babe, point. Babe, babe, that helps to further illustrate your point. Doesn't Lord, it, everybody? See, she always thinks she knows what she's talking about when I'm when it's babe. Go ahead. Okay, I was saying forgive somebody to the point where they forget that they wronged you. Not they, that they, forget, they're not gonna that forget. They forget. They're not gonna I'm forget. I'm just saying though. <laughs> I'm, just, that I'm not, just telling you they're no, not gonna forget. No, <laughs> look, you can tell somebody. Look, I forgive you, and guess what? I don't want you thinking about it ever again. You can. This tell matter that. is over. Mm-hmm. It never happened. That's what God did to us. So that was that was my point, Miss Smarty Pants. No, so you I'm put on your little, your little collegiate shirt today, and now you you know you all scholarly this morning. Anyway, we got this new covenant in His blood. Praise God. Praise the Lord. You guys, new he's covenant. Got, he's got to live with me beyond this moment. New covenant. So I hope he remembers that. New covenant. Amen. I got on my. My priest collar today. Look, you better hope it's you better hope it's working. <laughs> anyway, Jesus, we thank you so much for this new covenant that you've given us. We thank you that you have decided, you made a decision to no longer remember sin in our lives. Hallelujah. Not only don't you remember it, you paid for it. You you took it upon yourself, you nailed it to the cross. Praise God, we now live according to your resume. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you that we have been declared righteous, declared holy, declared justified, seated at your right hand. Grace is operating at full throttle in our lives because we are indeed the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. 
Thank you that we've been given all spiritual blessings as part of this covenant. We remember, Jesus, that it was all of you, none of us. We just receive this right now in faith. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. All right, guys. So one of the, one of the, what I call it a pet peeve, but I hate having to title the messages. Oh. You know what I mean? I, I don't like I just want to I just want to put a date on there and like, you know, y'all just go back. Anyway, I said, have you bred contempt? Have you bred contempt? Have you gotten so familiar? Let me tell you something, because I don't see I was the Lord had dropped this in my, my, my spirit a couple of days ago and I had mentioned it to you. But this morning, even I got up and I said, I get to pray. In the Holy Spirit. Amen. I mean, you have to stop and think about it. See, but when you're familiar, you won't think about it. So you got to unfamiliarize yourself mm -hmm. with the word of God, mm -hmm. with God himself, because some of us are so familiar with God or, or think we're so familiar that we lose that, that, that excitement. Mm -hmm. Like I said, it's like, you know, dating that person is new and exciting and you're, mm -hmm. oh man, that's so all you can do is think about that person, right? right. Don't want to hang up on the phone. Like I said, you you both sleeping next to the phone. You go first. You, you, you go. go you know, and you sleep. You fall asleep, and you never hung up, right? You wake up in the morning, like good morning. <laughs> anyway, but then after you've been together for a little while, you're not even talking. That's true. That is true. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we can't be like that with God. Think about what you're saying, God. Who created all of Thanks. the universe? Yes. God Almighty. And anytime you have an opportunity to talk, you should never stop wanting to talk to God. Yes. Just like you never want to stop talking to that, that boyfriend or girlfriend that is gone. Right? Yep. Came and left. Yep. And here we are talking about we have a relationship with God. Yeah. And we don't want to hang out with him. We don't want to talk to him. He's giving you his prayer language. You don't want to pray in that language. Right. He's giving you his word and you don't want to meditate on the word. I'm going to ask you a favor this morning. I want you to act like you don't even know God today. <laughs> right. Okay. Just, just bear with me. Mm -hmm. Just This is your introduction. introduction to hearing what God has to say about you. So. We're going to just decide that God is God and everything that he says is true. Is true. Yeah. I got to tell you some of y'all that because some of y'all don't ain't quite so sure. But, but, but that's a good point is, is that you're deciding that God is God and everything that he says is true. Even the word says that he who comes to me must believe that he is. Yes. And that he is a rewarder. Well, we come to God, but we don't necessarily believe that he is the I am right. and that he's a rewarder. We don't we don't believe what the word actually says. Right. Because we would never come off of it if we actually did truly believe it. Right. Amen. So now so now you don't know anything. I'm about to tell you Who something in God's word that, again, we've established that this is fact. We've made a decision that this is factual, right. that it's of God. So here in Proverbs 4.20, it says, My son, attend to my words, incline thy ear unto my sayings. 
Do not let them depart from your eyes, but keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life unto those that find them and health to all of their flesh. Amen. Now, you just heard that for the first time from God who cannot lie. Amen. Okay. Yeah. Now, now listen, he said, pay attention to my word. Listen, get it before your eyes, get it in your heart. Do not let these words depart out of your heart for they are life unto those that find them and health to all your flesh. If you got a challenge with health, this is an answer right here. You should be so excited right now because you just heard God say that if you would pay attention to his word, that his word right. would bring about health and life, not to your spirit, right? to your flesh. Amen. The word of God is having a direct effect, direct influence on your natural flesh body. You ought to be jumping up and Amen. down right now. And your flesh life. Anything that pertains to the natural. No. See, if the doctor said, take this medication, and I guarantee you, in five days, it'll all be done. Right. Woo! You'd be faithful. You'd right. be faithful with that medication. You'd be faithful to what the doctor prescribed. But here it is. God is prescribing his word. I'm not right. talking about a doctor. I'm talking about the one who created yes. all of this. You created the doctors. Exactly. <laughs> created all of what you Man. see. He created all that. Man. And he's telling you that if you pay attention to his word, that it'll bring about life and health to all. To all flesh. Now, see, right. you've heard that verse a thousand times. Yeah, that's true. You've confessed that word a thousand times, that's but it true. doesn't mean anything to you. I'm not saying that to all of you. I'm yeah. just saying that if you've gotten so familiar right. with that verse, you've gotten so familiar with God is God. Right. God is true. He cannot lie. He's not a man. Right. You know, we go through all these things, but this is, you got to understand that this is God talking. And this word is truth. But what it is too is a part of the familiarity, getting familiar with it, is also hearing and hearing, but not putting it to work. Because what happens with when getting when you get familiar is that you spent so much time around something, but you no longer believe it. That's mm -hmm. what it is. Yes. You 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 it's not that you haven't haven't spent any time with it, but it's that you haven't believed it as much time as you spent with it, you haven't believed it. So maybe when you first heard these words, maybe it sounded good. Maybe you were excited about it, mm -hmm. but maybe you were like the person in Mark 4 that received the word with immediately with gladness and right. sprang up. Right. But because you had no root in yourself, when persecution arose for the word's sake, you just came off of the word. You just surrendered the word that you had, the zeal that you had. You just surrendered it. But the thing is, is that it has to be part of, of, of what establishes you in something where you don't just shirk it off and and just cast it to the side is being a doer of the word mm -hmm. and not a hearer only because right. hearers when you're a hearer the bible says yes that you deceive your own self when you're a hearer only how are you deceiving yourself if you're a hearer only 
because if you hear, you're not you're not getting established in that thing. That's the start. Hearing is the start. Faith comes by hearing. Mm -hmm. So hearing is the start, but that's the, just the start. Right. You have to then go forward in that hearing. What does going forward mean? That means pursuing it. That means walking this thing out. That means moving in that direction. That means being a doer. Mm -hmm. So hearing and hearing, and that's what a lot of Christians have done. Christians have gone to church, Christians have listened to the word, Christians have confessed the word, and Christians have heard and heard and heard. And that gives you a false sense of security and confidence, the hearing, because you think that in the hearing, you're believing. Mm -hmm. And you are not automatically believing because you're hearing. Right. If you're hearing, faith has come. Faith is coming. Faith is, is, is there now. But now you have to act on that word. And as you act mm. on that word, you get fortified. In it. Yeah. As you act on that word, you become established in it. Because if you're just sitting on the sidelines trying to believe, but you're not walking in the direction of, you're not, you're not, acting you know, you're not acting on the word. Uh, that, that belief, so to speak, that faith is going to be very short lived because it doesn't and, have any roots. No. And you know what? So many of us, including us at times, we want to go so much further with God. Right. Because you know what? Even you yourself get tired of hearing. Yeah. I'm tired of hearing. Yeah, that's true. I need some. See, that's you, true. You're asking pastor, pastor, teach on something different. Right. I'm tired of hearing this. Right. I'm too familiar with this. You said that last week right. and the week before. I've Say something new. Yeah. See, you can't get excited. Remember, this is the word. You can't get excited about the word because you haven't implemented mm. the word. Mm. You haven't put this mm. to work. Mm -hmm. See, you would be more excited about it. So you can talk about, uh, let's just say, you, you can talk about uh, ministering to the poor, right? We talk about it, teaching on ministering to the poor. Oh, we talked about it on the last... The, the last series, it took uh, 10 weeks for right. us to go through ministering to the poor, right? Right. And you want to go deeper. Right. So you, 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 you're, you're believing that pastor will give you, will teach you something more. Right. Well, pastor that taught you what you needed to be taught. Right. It's time for you to go into action. See now, okay, pastor shared that with me. Now I'm out there ministering to the poor, right. to the hungry. Well, we're, we're feeding them, we're clothing them, yeah. we're ministering to them. And guess what? The revelation on ministering to the poor has now just gone deeper. That's true. And you just got a rhema word from that because you're a person of action now. Yeah. It speaks differently to you. Right. Amen? Yeah. And I'm going to tell you what. That's that, so true. That is probably your biggest reason why you have contempt for the word of God. That's why you have contempt for God himself. Some of y'all get tired of hearing about God. Some of y'all get tired of hearing his word mm. because you're a hearer only. Mm. Mm. That's, That's it. it. I'm telling you, that you can't, it. you can't go out there and see yourself making a difference in somebody else's life. Right. And get tired of that. Right. Yeah. You have to, oh man, you guys, we have to continue in the truth. Amen. The thing is, is that, you know, in Colossians, it says, as you have received the word, so walk ye in him. 
the thing is we receive the word with gladness, but we don't continue mm-hmm. the journey the same way that we received it. We, we are a microwave society. We've talked about this before. We want everything now. We want everything yesterday. And we don't want to take the time to develop roots. Anything that really develops roots. I mean, even the farmers these days aren't given the land the proper time that they need, that it needs to rest, which mm-hmm. is what is a biblical principle yeah. that the earth will yield its abundance when you give it rest, right? right? After so many years. Well, they're they're kind of raping the land, basically. That's why we get tomatoes that look green all the time. Well, they start off green. I know. Green. I'm talking about the ones that are supposed to be red, like the hot red tomatoes <laughs> that are still green and yellow. I'm saying that's why we don't even get ripened things anymore. The nutrients have been right, stripped right, from it. Right. All kind of things. They got to supplement um nutrients back into the produce and the, and, and, and yeah all this yeah. other stuff all because they aren't doing it god's way and what i'm trying to say is is that you know we're a microwave society we want everything yesterday and we don't understand what it is the kingdom of god the bible says everything <coughs> is starts out as a seed well a seed is going to take time to grow mm-hmm. okay and we have to be willing to get established. And again, and I love how Curry Blake explains this. He says, you know, a lot of times when you're struggling in a certain area and you want more of something active in your life, mm-hmm. he's like, spend more time with that thing. Right. Do that thing more often. You want to get stronger? Do that thing more often. Mm-hmm. You want to, whatever it is, you spend time with that thing. And then as you said, the revelation now is different than when you're standing on the sidelines talking about it. Right. Now you're in the game. No, you know, you know it's like it's like those Monday morning quarterbacks we call them. They weren't playing the game; they just watching the game. And then on Monday <laughs> they morning they wake up, they know everything. <laughs> they know everything, right? right. They know what, exactly what you should have done, right. how you should have done it. You should have ran that way instead of that way. You, you know, yeah. you get on the field and play right guess what your perspective changes yeah you realize that i'm making split decisions on right. the field because i only have a moment you had time to analyze this that's thing. true from you know the what side I mean? so, so it's a different perspective it's a different revelation amen so if you want to go deep you got to put the word to work but we can't afford to get into contempt mm with the word of god and i'm trying to tell you that the biggest part Mm -hmm. of you having that contempt is the fact that you won't put the word of god to action you are a hearer of the word only and you are deceiving yourself you want to give devil all credit about but deceiving you no you deceiving yourself because you won't put the word into action that's so true see faith i got uh you know hear the word Bobby Hudson, my mama, said, hear the word and then walk it out. Right. That's faith. That's faith. Faith does not sit still. Right. Saying, I believe. I'm and faith. faith is not waiting to be motivated no. to move. Right. Faith is not mating. Faith motivates. Right. Faith is not, you're not waiting on God to do something for you when he's already done it. Faith reaches out and takes what God has already done by, by, by faith. He's already, God has already provided by grace. 
faith reaches out and takes it. Yeah. So the the it, if there's a move to be made, so to speak, it's us mm-hmm. responding to what the grace of God has already provided. Yeah. And the thing is, you guys, like what Herman is saying, if we just did the word that we do know, mm-hmm. you know, like you said, we want a fresh word. We want a fresh revelation. We want to hear something else. And again, we're talking about being, not being a hearer only. Mm-hmm. Again, notice it says only. Right. Meaning, it's, it's not hear. that, yeah, it's not that there's anything wrong with hearing, okay? But you don't want to be a hearer only. Mm-hmm. The deception is, again, in thinking that when you are hearing, you are automatically believing, and it is not the case. That is so Hearing true. is not believing. Right. Hearing, I'm going to say that again is not believing hearing is hearing hearing is the seed hearing is the seed you could say believing is the root is walking it out believing is what's gonna keep you grounded in what you've heard see you can hear something one day and if you don't start developing roots for that thing Mm -hmm. a wind could come and knock you off and and that's the end of that right yeah But when roots start growing down, when your roots, when you start becoming established in what you've heard, now you're becoming anchored. Just think of an anchor holding you down. Mm -hmm. So as, again, as those winds come and toss you to and fro and try to knock you off your rocker and try to whatever, you are unmoved because you are becoming established in it because you're doing it. You're not just hearing it. It's not just another great sermon that you walk away from and can't remember what was said, but boy, was it good. No, you know, no, that's right. And, and see here in James 1, 22, it says, but be ye doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving yourselves. Okay, so who's, who's doing it? If you're not doing the word, you are deceiving yourself. Yes. You want to blame the devil, but it was you. Yes. It says here in verse 23, for if any man be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he's like a man beholding mm. himself, in, beholding his natural face in a glass. Where are you reading from? This is James 1, 23. Yeah, so they can follow. So, you, so it, it, if you're just a hearer of the word, it's like you looking in a mirror, looking at your face in a mirror, and then you walk away and you immediately forget what you look like. And guess what? You want to run back to the mirror and remember what you want to look like. Mm-hmm. And then you walk away from the mirror. Oh, I forgot what I look like. Let me go right. back and look, look right. again. Let me just be a hearer. Right. See, in the mirror, you're just hearing. Right. Right. You got to get from behind the mirror and actually start doing it. Getting in front of the mirror of the word of God is a good thing. Right. But if you're only doing that, you will be deceived. Right. The word is good. But because you won't put it into action, you get deceived. And I like I like that verse uh, that somebody put up here. Where is it? Um, here, right here. Second uh, Timothy four three. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine because they have itchy ears. Boy, yeah. you need some talcum powder on the ears, boy. You just all you want to do is hear stuff. Yeah. Pastor, give me something else. Yeah. Give me something new. Yeah. I'm tired of him. I won't go to a different church. I'm tired because all he do is talk about that. You need to put something in the action. Mm. And pastors, if you're not encouraging 
and showing your congregation how to move, yeah, then you're just making it harder on yourself. Right. You wonder why they're coming in and out the door. That's it's true. because you won't encourage them to move on what you're sharing with them. Right. And what I'm telling you is not saying go do this. I'm talking about get out there and show them. And you know what it done. is too? It's about spending enough time with the word mm -hmm. until you believe it. Yeah. See, again, because hearing is not believing, I can hear and hear and hear and hear and hear. But a true test, like a litmus test of whether or not I believe it is if I'm doing it. We only really believe what we actually do. Mm -hmm. If you think about yeah. it. The, the, everything we do in life is based on what we actually believe. We don't do what <laughs> we don't believe. Yeah. We don't get in that car if we don't believe it's safe. We don't get on right. that plane. We don't take that job if we don't believe we're going to get paid. We don't go to that doctor if we don't believe what we believe we actually act on in every area of our lives. So as it pertains to the word of God, a litmus test of whether or not we believe the word is are we acting on the word or are we just sitting back, listening to the word, getting frustrated mm -hmm. at what we are hearing? Because as you just said, babe, it actually is frustrating to hear and hear and hear and hear and only hear and never believe. It becomes frustrating. Right. It becomes frustrating because you weren't designed to be a hearer only. That's why. You were designed to act. Hearing was designed to prompt you into action. Right. If hearing is not prompting you into action, what are you doing? You're wasting your time. You're deceiving yourself. Mm -hmm. And interestingly enough, deception is horrible. <laughs> and, and, and you're doing it to yourself. Right. And then the worst thing about it is you don't know what's happening. Deception is something that is happening. It's a lie that is happening. And you, you don't, don't know. even know that it is happening. And then you're doing it to yourself. Mm -hmm. It's not God doing it. It's not the word doing it. It's not even the devil doing it. Mm. That's the interesting thing. It's not even the mm -hmm. devil doing the deception. You are doing the deception because you have not chosen to be rooted and grounded in the word. You have yeah. not chosen to act no, but check this on out. what check you this heard. Out. See, what, what you say is, I know, I just want to, I just want, I just wish I could just, I wish I could just believe the word. Mm-hmm. So I go in there, I confess my scriptures every day. I just wish I could believe the word. I go in there, I confess every day. I've got my 50 scriptures out in the morning and at night. I just wish I could believe the word. How do I believe the word? Make a decision right. to believe the word. Yeah. So you haven't made a decision to believe the word. Yeah. See, you can be a complete stranger. Complete stranger. You ain't ever seen him before in your life. Uh, excuse me, ma'am. Would you... I want to follow you to your bank. I'm going to, I'm going to write a check for you for, right. for $1 million. And, and you're like, I, I believe that. <laughs> I believe that. I believe. You never met this dude before ever, but I, you made a decision to believe something that you were unfamiliar with. So don't tell me that you can't believe the word. You just haven't made a decision to believe the word. And guess what? You, we, don't like responsibility mm -hmm. 
So you want you want the word to force itself into you and turn your believer on. Mm -hmm. That's what you want. Yeah. That's what many of us yeah. were doing. Right. It's like, man, I can't wait till I get enough of this word on the inside of me so that I'm true. willing to act on the word. And you guys, I, I, again, that's me too. Where you just you want you you want. Yeah, you want something. You want to be like pushed, pushed. right? Like you know, like force me you in. Can't, you can't move I me, can't so move I know, but just, but I'm not trying to. But right, I'm, I know. I'm you, in you the sliding yourself. chair. Yeah. But you, we want we want faith, and we want it to just force us. Yes. And yet, we don't want to make the decision, as as we said, as Linda said, to believe. The word of God. When we make the decision to believe the word of God, we've at the same time simultaneously made the decision to act on the word of God. Mm -hmm. You can't believe something and not act on it. What is that word? What does it say? Show me your faith. Oh, well, here. No, I got it oh, right okay. here. In James 2.14. James 2.14. It says, what doth it profit a man, though a man say he has faith and have not works? Can, can faith save him? If a brother or sister be naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you says to them, depart in peace, be ye warmed and filled, notwithstanding ye give them not those things which are needful to the body, what does it problem? What does it, if somebody comes to you and says, I'm hungry, and you say, be warmed and filled, my brother, be warmed and filled. And you don't give him something to eat. Right. What does that profit him? Right. Nothing. Even so, faith, if not works, it, it says in verse 17, 217, even so, faith, if it hath not works, is dead being alone. So a man says, thou hast faith and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works and I'll show you my faith. By my word. Mm. Mm. You want to see my faith? Forget about what I'm saying. Right. Because I could be saying something and not be in faith. Right. That's so true. But watch what I'm doing. Right. What I do speaks to what mm. I really have faith in what or faith really for. Yeah. God told Abraham to get up and leave his family. I'll tell you where you're going when you get up and go. Right. Y'all don't want to get up and go. He's not telling you. You want to know, you you know exactly, exactly where you're going, how to go, what you what, what forms of transportation you should take. Right. Should I bring my coat or right. should I do I need an umbrella God? Or do I I'm not moving yeah. until you give me all the details to this yeah. thing? And God's like, just go. Yeah. And I'll tell you if you're going in the wrong direction. Mm. I'll tell you when you're going in the right direction. I'll tell you what you need and what you don't need. Just make a decision to believe my word and move. And I, that brings me to Acts. Acts 16, you guys. Acts 16. Um, and this is Paul, basically. He's been commissioned, obviously, to go and spread the gospel of grace, right? And... Um, Let's see. And in verse um, Acts 16, 6 says, and they went through the region of Phrygia and Galatia, having been forbidden by the Holy Spirit to speak the word in Asia. So 
And I was telling Herman that this is just an interesting point that, that again, when we're wanting something to move us and prompt us instead of us taking the step out, mm -hmm. right? So Paul's been commissioned to go out and preach and minister the word of grace, minister Jesus and him crucified, okay? And he just starts moving. And so he's going through Fergia in Galatia, um, having been forbidden by the Holy Spirit to speak the word in Asia. So he's moving and then the Holy Spirit forbids him to speak the word. He doesn't want him for whatever reason to speak mm -hmm. the word there. Okay. So he makes a pivot and he keeps moving. He doesn't stop and think, okay, well, I'm not going to make a move now until the Holy Spirit prompts me. Right. He, he's already been prompted. He already has been told what to do to go. Right. So he just makes a pivot and then he comes to Mycia and they attempted to go in Bithynia, but the spirit of Jesus did not allow them. Right. So he decides he is just in route. Mm -hmm. He is doing what he's been told to do. Right. He doesn't know where to go. He's going to try this door. Okay. Holy Spirit said, no. Okay. I turn and I'm going to this door. Okay, Holy Spirit said no to there. So I'm just going to turn again. So he turns again, essentially, sees a dream, has a dream or has a vision of a man from Macedonia saying, come to us. So he said, okay, well, I'm just going to take that as the word of the Lord and I'm just going to go over there. Right. But my point is simply that he wasn't waiting for a prompting to go. The prompting was go. Mm -hmm. so he had already been prompted by right. the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit already said what to do. He was already prompted and he just made pivots along the way and he had to be stopped. The Holy Spirit had to stop him yeah. from doing what he was commissioned to do. Right. He didn't have to prompt him to do it. He had to stop him, if anything, and say, no, I don't want you to go there. Right. And then he didn't necessarily, the Holy Spirit didn't say, I want you to go here. Paul just turned in another direction. So, okay, I'm going to turn from here. I'm going to just start heading you know in what? this direction. You know what it makes me, makes me think? is how many of you have already heard from God? Right. How many of you have been sitting on the direction that God has said, go? You're looking and, right at it, but yeah, you won't move. He told you to go, <laughs> but you won't go because you want to know exactly how this is going to work out. Right. How is this going to be laid out? I think about Andrew. I think about how he started a Bible college because he had a desire in his heart. Mm -hmm. That's why he started by. See, you thought that he had the whole plans for the building they just built, right. for the parking lot that was right. just finished, for all these things that he's done. And, and everybody who you actually look up to in ministry, you know, you, you look at him and you say, oh, man, God told him exactly what to do. No, he didn't. He just told him to go. And they went. And they went. And, as they, and as they went. Right. Look at Ty White, the Lord. Ty White just, just got a desire in his heart to get out there and start ministering to people. And he touched a thousand people, he said, before he actually saw a healing. He was just going off of the word of God and trusted the word and moved on the word. And you know what? Look at him now. Yeah, and so you look at him and you say, man, God, told, God told him exactly right. what to do. No, he didn't. He just moved on something. He got something in his heart. What does God, what do you have in your heart? Right. What's a desire in your heart that doesn't go against the word of God? Right. What's in there? And go move on it. I'm just saying, you're not going to hear from God the 12-step 
12 steps to success Mm -hmm. sitting there in your lazy boy chair. Mm -hmm. We got to get up and make something happen Mm -hmm. based off of, see, you think, see, God is not out there somewhere, right? Mm -hmm. See, see, here's the deal. If if you uh, were out in California at your mother's house, right? Mm -hmm. I can't hear you right here. I need you to call me if you need to talk to me. Mm -hmm. See, God had to talk to people back in the Old Covenant, the Old Testament. He had to verbally communicate something to them right? because he wasn't on the inside of them. See, now he's on the inside of us. You listening out for this voice, and sometimes it comes that way. You listen out instead of being here. Mm -hmm. God already put a desire in your heart. Mm Are you going to move on that desire or are you waiting for the whole plan to be laid out before you? Because guess what? It ain't happening. And as it pertains to your healing, the Lord will do this. The Lord, it's the same thing. The Lord can prompt you and he will prompt you to just start to forgive someone. And you may think, but my body is going through all these changes. What does forgiveness have to do with anything? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And God is trying to prime you. He's trying to get your heart ready so that you can conceive the promises that he has already made available to you. Mm -hmm. He's trying to prepare your heart. Right. But you don't even see how the two connect. You don't you may not even be able to see how, you know, how this connects with this. But yet you're feeling a leading over here. Mm -hmm. Just do what the Lord said to do. Be a doer of the word. Be a doer of what he's ministering to you in your own individual heart, be a doer of what he's already promised in his word, the promises that he's already given us. You don't need another promise. Right. He's already given us them. But if we just took one of the promises that he's given us, you guys, he's given us all spiritual blessings. Mm-hmm. But if we just took one of the promises and we actually made that our own and we held tight to that thing. Right. And we held firm to that thing we would actually get more uh, benefit, more blessing out of that one promise than we are trying to get out of the 50 confessions we're making every single day. You know, if we actually became doers and not so familiar with hearing, but became doers and became established, if we just sought to become established in praying in the spirit, you know, even something just as simple as that. Yeah, I'm just going to pray in the spirit. I need healing for my body. I need my marriage restored. I need my kids to come back home. I need this. I need that. I need it. But I'm just going to, Lord, you said I'm building up myself in my most holy faith. I don't even know what that means, but I'm going to do it. And here's the deal. If we just did it. I want, I, want, I, want, I want you to hear something, though. Even when you're praying in the Holy Spirit, you can't just lock yourself up in a closet and pray in the Holy Spirit, and that's it. Right. For one, you can't just be praying in the Holy Spirit and you don't look at the word. You got to be looking at the word. Yeah. You got to be, but then you got to go into motion, right? Man, even if it you make, listen, some of us would be further ahead if we just stepped out and guess what? Maybe we made a mistake. We're so scared to make a mistake. Guess what? We made a mistake, mm-hmm. but we can get that course correction. Yes. And guess what? We still got to where we were trying to go, even though we made a couple of mistakes. But when you didn't move at all, you never got there. Right. 
That's true. You understand what I'm saying? That's so true. Look, I, you're trying to get somewhere, someplace. Let's say we're going to the airport. Right. Right. We're going to the airport. We leave because that's important. If you want to go, you got to leave. <laughs> now, we made a couple of wrong turns, cost us a little bit of time, but we got to the airport. Yeah. Okay. We made it to our destination. Who cares if we made the wrong turns? And GPS doesn't say anything as long as we're still. Right. Notice that. The GPS does not start speaking to you. You have to kind of start moving, even if you're moving in the wrong direction. It's you've got to start. You've got to be in motion right. for it to then tell you you're going the wrong way. Right. It doesn't say anything as long as you're stationary. Right. And we're many of us are stationary and we're wanting God to show us. And God, he's shown us so many things. But we have, again, become so familiar with his word that the things that he showed us, like he started out saying. In Proverbs 4, my son, attend to my words. Incline your ear unto my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. Mm -hmm. For they, my words, are life unto those who find them yes. and health unto all their flesh. That right there, mm -hmm. that right there, if we actually did that, man, and that's ministering to me, even as I'm saying, if we actually Believe just it. did that one, those four verses right there. I mean, you know, it doesn't have to be, I mean, we have, there's so many verses on healing, right. but if we just took that one thing, I remember even my cash saying, that that big old tumor, that was the one he really clinged to. Even over 1 Peter 2.24 that says, by his stripes, I'm healed. He just said, I'm going to keep this word before my eyes. I'm going to keep this word before my ears because it is life unto all of my flesh. Even this big old nasty tumor, it is life unto me. Yes. His word is life. And, and if we just did that alone, if we just did, if we clung to that right. verse, and let, did that alone. Your, your whole life will change. Whole life will change. So let me just say this. For those of you who are in need of physical healing, be healed right now. Amen. In the name of in Jesus. Jesus name. In Jesus' name, be healed. I cancel the assignment of sickness on your body. Be healed now in, in Jesus', Jesus name. name. And it's that simple. Amen. I'm, see, you, you say, no, you got to say some more stuff. You got you got to be specific. No, right. I don't. No, I don't. Be healed in Jesus' name. Amen. That covers everything. Whatever's wrong, healing covers it in the Amen. name of Jesus. Yes. Amen. Love you guys. See you next week. Have a great week. Make a decision. Make a decision to believe the word of God. And guess what? For those of you who have already heard God, act on what you've heard and you'll hear something else. Amen. Amen. We love you guys and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. We hope you got some great nuggets of wisdom out of that teaching. Thank you for listening to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. And don't forget, you can find us live on Facebook and YouTube seven days a week. If you would like to donate, please go to www.healingjourneystoday.com. Isaiah 53.5 says, And by His stripes, we are healed. God bless you.